Chapter 1 Two men were leaning against the yellow firebird, talking quietly, ignoring the street life around them. The two men were professional criminals, and they were plotting a crime. They were in Upper Manhattan, on a mean street, one of the poor ones that smell like a barbecue party held in a garbage dump. It was noisy in the early twilight, with the shrieking of kids at play, or in pain, and the contributions from half a dozen different radios drifting or blasting from the windows of parked cars or apartments. Frightened old men hurried home as the shadows deepened, past groups of idlers, past junkies, past staggering drunks, past poor folks chatting on steps and crates. It was late spring in New York, the first really mild day of the year, when New Yorkers are able to forget the hideous reality of both winter and summer in that city. We gonna use this car? said the younger of the two. His name was Preston Elvis, twenty years old, recently out of Attica, where he did time on an armed robbery charge, thus making him a real man in his social circles. Yeah, man, we're gonna use this car. We're gonna use my yellow firebird that everybody in the whole fucking neighborhood knows is my car with my tags and we're gonna drive it to a supermarket and ace some dude and take his cash bag and then drive it back and park it in front of my building. That's your plan, Press? Well, I mean, look, baby, when I say no connection between us and the deed, I mean zero connection. Different car, different tags, after all, we don't hang out together. We don't know each other, dig? So we steal a car? Elvis was fascinated. He had been to crime school in Attica, of course, but the problem there, which even he could see, was that all the available teachers were failures. They'd been caught. This dude now, this dude had never been caught. This was Mandeville Lewis, by his own claim the most successful armed robber in New York. Elvis didn't know whether the claim was true. Certainly, he had never heard of him in prison or on the street. But the man had a definite style. Elvis liked the way he talked. This dude had brains, no question. Liked his clothes, liked his car, liked his apartment and the women he hung out with. Fresh out of the slams, Tap City, Elvis was a willing student. He'd fallen into conversation with Lewis in a bar off 126th Street about two weeks ago, and since then he'd felt like a kid up from AAA who'd been singled out by Pete Rose for special attention. No, baby, we don't steal no car. Cars is for car thieves and dumb kids. We steal a new car, we got eyes on us the whole way, especially in this here deprived environment. Then the owner squeals like a motherfucker to the cops, and every pig wagon in the city got a description of our car pinned up on their visor. You want to get stopped with a bag of money in your lap? We steal a whole car, the bastard got a fucked up fuel pump he forgot to tell us about. We break down in front of the 23rd precinct. Forget it. No, little bro. We got a guy to drive us there in his own wheels and drive us back. Then we pay him off and bye-bye. He don't know us, we don't know him. Hey, but what happens if he gets picked up, said Elvis. I mean, you know, nothing happens. First, the dude don't know nothing. What are you gonna say? Mr. Police, it wasn't me took the money off the dude. It was two other niggers. I don't know their names, don't know where they live. What they say? Bullshit, boy. We got you. You going up. Other thing is, the dude drive the car. He what they call a high-risk individual. You got to find somebody maybe 
won't be round town too long. Won't be round town, said Elvis. What do you mean? You mean we give him a ticket to somewhere? Yeah, you could say that, Prez. We give him a ticket. Elvis was drinking in criminal strategy like a sponge. Basically a smash-and-grab artist, he had pulled off no more than half a dozen crimes before being caught, all but one of them sneak thievery. They were crimes of opportunity that required no more than a strong back, swift feet, and street sense. The best part of being a criminal to him was not so much the loot, which in his case had been petty, a couple of TV sets, a couple of purses, a pretty good stereo, but the feeling of power, of personal worth that went with being a bad dude on the street. His desire for even more status led him to purchase a small caliber revolver for $20.